This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, June the 6th, 2016. Good morning and welcome at the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm the CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, Joe Jaquin. Solo this morning as my tag team partner is waiting patiently for the AC repairman. And I'm just going to tell you that I I feel bad for Homer. I do because it's a thousand degrees outside. But his wife is out of town. His oldest is working. His youngest is in Australia going to school. And so it's just him suffering by himself. And so that just, it makes me smile just a little bit because it's him and not me. And any of you, uh, the, the oven is on, the furnace is on. It is sweltering hot. I guess we have broken a record for the last three days in a row, and someone told me that we're going to do it again today, so it'll be four straight days of record high heat, and uh, I am sure, (laughs) I'm positive, the AC people are extremely busy. I don't know how people did it. I really don't, before air conditioning, you know, it brings me, uh, Sam Kinison used to do this skit about the starving people in in Africa and like Ethiopia and he would scream that they live in a desert and we have deserts here in America just nobody lives in them Uh, yeah apparently a lot of us live in it I'm not sure why I'm starting to question it Uh, but nonetheless you'll just get me for the for the rest of this show, I know that excites everybody. Our toll-free number, 800 You're going to want to make sure you have that number ready today because uh, as the dog days of summer get started, the, the temperature is heating up. The kids are getting out of school or, or, well, at least here in Arizona, are already out of school. But I'm going to tell, I have just a great, great special today. and We've really had some really good ones in the last uh, couple of months. Uh, this is just another one of those, so you're not going to want to miss that. Uh, the website, allamericangold.com. we got all the news out there. We update it five days a week. We're the only place I know. I, I'm I'm positive there's not another like us, especially in the physical delivery of in the physical delivery markets. Hundreds, hundreds of articles every single week. I don't even know how many videos that we we have, but I I would guess it's in the neighborhood of twenty plus videos every week, just so you can be informed and understand what really is going on at allamericangold.com. Better than any free report. Better than than really anything out there. As we not only want to make sure all of you are ready,
ready for whatever tomorrow may bring, but you have a better understanding of what it is that we're facing, what it is that we're all up against. Uh, the Order Now button, if you go out to allamericangold.com, you can hit the Order Now button, and all the products we carry. You know, we carry a lot more than those, but these are the ones, I guess, just the main ones are all out there. You can order online. As Homer said, you can point and click. Uh, just an update, I, I want to say a week or two ago, maybe it was two weeks ago, we did a show about the podcast, and I was blown away by how many people download the podcast. You know, I don't know how to even go about telling you, but uh, Ramon uh, is able to at least monitor just one. of There's so many ways to listen to this show. Uh, just one. We had a, over 18,000 people download the show in just five months, and it's not. And that's not even that's not even the big ones, the iTunes or the uh, Shoutcast stuff. Uh, but but just tens of thousands, I guess. You know, probably my guess would be hundreds of thousands of shows downloaded every single year. I know millions of people go out to allamericangold.com. Uh, every single year, it is uh, just incredible. It's humbling, uh, and, and at the same time, extremely rewarding. But we are in the process of making it even better. So for all of you podcasters out there, I think we are going to be uh, in the... We'll, we'll, I'll give myself a little leeway in the next 30 days. And it could be as early as next week, but in the next 30 days, uh, we are going to have a much simpler way to podcast the show. Uh, we're going to be able to, uh, instead of today, I think you got to ha- you know do three or four clicks to get to the show. Uh, we're going to have that down to, I believe, just one. So, so uh, we are slowly, slowly but surely catching up with the modern age but uh, all good news as we continue to try to make not only the show the website and everything as easy as possible and i will keep you all updated as to exactly when that's going to be uh but it's going to be very very soon and i'm excited to be able to do that so if you have things like that because all of this came about through customers, through emails and phone calls and people ex- trying to explain to me these things. Uh, so please, keep them coming. Email me anytime at doublej at allamericangold.com. Got a great show lined up for you and an even better special. Don't touch that dot. Picture Radio News Hour. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Have an incredible opportunity today. You know, we've been talking, uh, when it comes to, to buying gold, you know, we have made, really, I guess, our living telling everybody, you want to buy the right kind of gold at the right price and and. Really, it's pretty simple. When you look at how the laws are written, 
and, and understanding the laws that had been written before as to what it is you should own. Obviously, first and foremost, we live in the United States, and consequently, and I believe correctly, the laws are most favorable when you buy material minted by the United States. And that applies for everything. As far as when you're dealing in gold and silver, things minted by the United States have more favorable laws for when you purchase and sell your metal. And that's really something I think that is very, very important to understand. Not only when you buy metals, but you also need to understand when you sell the metal. Even if you don't think, hey, listen, my, my plan is I'm going to buy it and I'm never going to sell it. Right? I'm, I'm, it's insurance. I don't want to have to sell my insurance. And if, if I'm lucky enough that I make it through without having to use my insurance, I will hand it down to my children or my grandchildren or whoever it may be. But the realities are, and I think, by the way, that's a great plan. Absolutely a great plan. But sometimes, you know, life gets in the way. And and you're, you may find yourself at a moment in time where you need to sell. And, of course, we buy back everything. Everything that we sell, everything that our competitors sell, even if it's foreign gold, gold bars, foreign silver, silver bars, we do buy it buy it back. The only thing we don't do, we're not in the broken jewelry business. We won't buy back your... Uh, your broken gold chains or your silver bracelets. Uh, however, if you do have a, a lot of people make jewelry, you know, out, out of their gold pieces, so we will buy back the gold piece. Uh, this We don't do the jewelry side of things. But when you go to sell back, the laws are different based upon what type of metal you're selling back. And for us, and for all of our customers at least, this is what we believe. Very simply, stay as private as you possibly can. As private as you possibly can when buying, as private as you possibly can when selling. Now the buying side's pretty easy. Right? Because if you pay with a bank wire, a personal check, a credit card, you can do as much as you like. There really, there is no limit. Some people get confused about the $10,000 issue. And of course, the $10,000, it applies in a couple of different ways. When you're buying gold or silver, platinum, palladium, any of the precious metals. The $10,000 when you're buying only applies 
when you're paying actual cash. You're using Federal Reserve notes. When you buy more than $10,000 using, it doesn't matter if they're fives or tens, twenties, fifties, hundreds, we have a nice little form for you to fill out. Because, you know, as as it goes, right, the government is concerned you may be buying that metal and using it for ill-gotten means or you came up with that money through ill-gotten means. You may be a terrorist or a drug dealer and I need to notify the IRS of your actions. So the $10,000, when you go to buy metal, that's the only rule that applies when you're actually using cash. Obviously, all of the other ways, there is a record, a bank wire, a credit card, personal check. You know, we laugh now, Eric and I, uh, because personal check's now really probably the most private way to do business when you're buying the metal. When you're going to sell the metal, there's a whole different rules of laws that apply. Like any horrendous tax code, and let's face it, here in the United States, we have the worst. I don't know that, but it, let's face it, we know it's complicated. It's so complicated, no one can even do their own taxes. It's complicated even in the metals. You know, there's different tax laws for bars. There's different tax laws for foreign gold. There's different tax laws depending on what type of foreign gold, depending on the amount, how much are you selling, and, and all of these things. The only thing that's really simple is when you buy U.S. minted material. You can sell, you can sell me as much as you like. You can sell me a thousand dollars worth, five thousand, ten thousand, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, a million. And legally, I don't have to do anything but write you a check, send you a bank wire, whatever it may be. And legally, I don't have to tell the IRS anything. When you deal in anything that isn't U.S. minted material, there's all different rules that apply. For some things, like uh, silver bars or gold bars, it's as simple as a dollar amount. Uh, that's more than ten grand. Oh, I'm sorry. You have ten one-ounce gold bars you want to sell back? I got another form we got to fill out. I'm going to need some information from you. Let's start with your Social Security number. Right? You got Maple Leafs or Krugerrand, Philharmonics, whatever it may be. All of those things, essentially, when you hit certain thresholds, require automatic 1099s. And the problem is, is a 1099 on 10 grand when gold was 300 bucks. A lot of gold. 
right? You're talking, you know, 35, 40 ounces. If it was 250, even more ounces. But now as the price, you know, gold today is up again to almost $1,250 to the ounce. You think about when gold touched 1900 Anything over five ounces, and there was forms to be filled out. So when we when we do what we do here, there's a reason for it. That's why when you go out to allamericangold.com, we only have the U.S. stuff listed. Because it's the simplest. It's the most private. And then... We look at the laws that have been written in this country. You go back to 1933. You go back to gold confiscation. And the only the only people that were allowed to hold gold, it had to be what they called a collectible. So from 1933 to the 70s, it was illegal. Think about that. It was illegal for you to own gold in the United States outside of jewelry. When the law changed and they Nixon closed the gold window, people were able to buy gold again. The problem was the United States didn't mint any gold. And this is why the Krugerrand were so popular in the 70s. You know, you had the Krugerrands and the Maple Leafs and a lot of you uh, that were smart enough. Boy, don't you wish you could go back? You know, gold was $35, and I think when they closed the gold window, the price started at 42 bucks. Don't you wish you could go back and just buy Krugerrands and Maple Leafs like crazy? Problem is, you know, you bought them like crazy then. You sell me 10 Krugerrands, they got 10.99. Sell me 10 Maples, they got 10.99. But then, as the somebody in government figured out, hey, we, we could actually make money. By the way, the only part of the government that I know of that actually makes money is the precious metal side of the U.S. Mint. Right? Unlike uh, pennies and dimes and, I don't know, but nickels that we lose money on, they make money on every silver eagle and gold eagle and buffalo they sell. They do. They do they're like, we can take advantage of this. So in 1985... That Congress wrote the Gold Eagle Act, which was going to allow for the United States Mint to start minting gold and silver coins again. Within that act, they wrote a decree that said any of the pre-1933 gold that is still left in existence is now considered to be a collectible. Of course, a lot of a lot of that gold 
got melted down. When we had to turn it in in 1933, a lot of that those gold pieces got melted down and are allegedly in bars at Fort Knox. And according to a mint director who claims to have seen it, they didn't even take out the the impurities because you know when they were using gold as money they were smart enough to know hey we need to have some copper in there to give it some hardness because even three nine fine gold would scratch pretty easily and four nine fine gold scratches incredibly uh, matter of fact i don't even recommend anybody buy for four nine fine gold but that's a different show but according to how the story goes, the government melted them all down, left all the copper in there and everything else, and they're in these bricks inside Fort Knox, and nobody's quite sure how many millions of ounces they, they melted down, and nobody's quite sure exactly how much is left. And as we're finding out, things are getting harder and harder to find when you're talking about the pre-33 gold. But they they made that exception. The, the, their big answer is, why? Why did they say that? Why is it important? And why do we believe there's a reason behind it? That's next. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Like, no, sir. Yes, 800-951-0592. And taking the day to go through, and for a lot of people, uh, if you've been listening to this show over the years, you know, once or twice a year we'll do a show like this. For those of you that have been listening and haven't quite bought gold yet, it's a great way to understand the type of gold you should own. And really, you need to understand more than just, you know, what what am I buying it at, you know, the buy side. You need to know the sell side as well. So in 1985, so we go through, we, we they confiscated gold in 33. Only the people that had collectible coins could keep it. Everything else had to be turned in. Pretty simple. And you couldn't own gold in this country. I mean, it's really hard to understand. But, you know, I was born in 1970, so by the time, you know, I was one, two years old, you could own gold. The first year plus of my life you couldn't, but, you know, I was a baby, I didn't know. But the United States didn't mint any gold. So you're forced into buying either bars or Krugerrands or Maple Leafs. So they decided that they were going to start minting gold and silver again. And you would have thought, hey, we'll just write the Gold Eagle Act saying, hey, we're going to mint gold and silver again. But they decided to write in a clause specifically talking about the remainder 
of the pre-1933 goal. And and said, all of it, whatever's left out there is now a collectible. Then they also said you could have physical medals in your IRA. You could have a gold and silver IRA. We offer them here. You can put in gold eagles, silver eagles. You can put in bars. Heck, you can even put in a maple leaf. But they don't allow any pre-1933, a.k.a. collectible gold, to be put into your IRA. And as we understand these laws, it became very, very obvious to my uncle and then now obviously to me that they were creating a loophole. The same loophole that they created in 1933 that allowed them to keep gold in their possession while making sure that the citizenry didn't. And when they decided to mint gold again, and I believe this to be true, and people can say that, uh, you know, that everyone can have their own opinion. I already believe mo- the people in the know already know and knew it back in the 80s. Heck, they knew it back in when they created the Federal Reserve in 1913, that fiat money is worthless. and And those that have the gold are going to be the ones that triumph. You know, you think about when uh, they confiscated gold in 1933, it was $20. And miraculously, anybody who had the ability to have some collectible gold was now worth 35 right? that's a That's a good day. But that's a pretty good return. And so for... You know, the 20-plus years that Patriot has been in business, that's always been our business model. Buy the most private form of gold that will allow you to have the best chance at reaping the reward when the end of fiat money comes. And based upon how the laws were written in 1933 and how they wrote the the law in 1985, it's pretty clear that pre-1933 U.S. minted gold is the way to go. And in that, we've always believed that you stay at the lower end. Don't go out and buy, you know, the mint date 60, 
threes, fours, fives. You know, when gold was, I know that when I first started, we used to sell a lot of slab gold when gold was 300 bucks. you know, 61s, 2s, and 3s. But you were looking at a price difference of, of 10 15 maybe 20 $25. And as gold has run, you'll, you see how the gold at the lower end has outperformed everything. And the gold, especially the high grade of the 63, 4, 5, 6s, 67s, have all not only performed horribly, And but for those of you that don't know what that means, so back when when they started trading gold again, when you when the U.S. Mint started minting gold, uh, Wall Street got involved, grading services got involved, and they took the old gold that was left, and they came up with a grading system. They called it Mint State, which is MS, the initials MS, and they gave it. A, a grade. Kind of think of 0 to 10. But instead of 0 to 10, they used 60 to 70. Which I don't know why, but that's just what they did. Uh, and I'm sure that if I looked hard enough, that someone would, could come up and say the reason why. But nonetheless, people would look at these coins and they'd put them under microscopes and run tests, and I don't even know how it all all is, but they look at these coins, and depending upon the wear, depending upon the stings or the scratches or lack thereof, they give it a grade. The higher the grade, the more it's worth is how the story goes. We'll finish that next. So we've laid out the case for why it is that we believe in pre-33 gold. When you buy, sell, and ultimately when the money collapses, when they change it over, or whatever they're going to do, those that have the gold and are actually able to keep it are going to do the best. Now, within that pre-33 market, there's all different types. You've got what we believe in, which is, hey, they didn't specify a mid-state rule as to what made it a collectible. They didn't specify that these dates certain rare date makes it a collectible. They just said all of it. Because like I said, the the vast majority of it got melted down. Where it is is, you know, like I said, I told you where they say it is, but who knows? And they created this grading system. And you have, and it starts with the circulated, right, which is where we deal in. And then they have what they call a very fine grade. And the very fine grade means that that coin had a, a little less wear and tear than the circulated coin. And by the way, just so you know, if you 
for those of you who haven't bought gold from us, you're going to be in, amazed at the condition that these circulated coins are. And these aren't worn flat. Right? These aren't all beat up and, Ill, and unable to read or anything like that. You, everything that we do is is really, in my opinion, just you're going to be extremely happy with the condition. And if you ever had an issue, you ever got a coin you didn't like, call us, we'll replace it. It's that simple. But then they have, so you got your circulated coins. Then you have your VFs. Then they have a grade called, which is very fine. Then they have a grade that's XF, extra fine. And that's got a little less wear and tear. Then they have the AUs. And we just sold some of those, a bunch of them, last week. And the AUs stand for almost uncirculated. And these coins really, uh, in a lot of cases, never came out of the treasury bag. And as I said last week, all a lot of the AU coins will look like they're dirty, right? Because they've got the what we call bag dust on them. Don't clean them; leave them like that. Then they have a BU grade, which is an AU coin without the bag dust, right? In other words, that is a coin that probably got out of the bag, but someone put it in their under their mattress or in their sock drawer, and it really never moved. It just didn't collect the bag dust. And then you get into the graded stuff, the mint state stuff. And, of course, that means these coins never got circulated. So they never... They never uh, got used. They weren't put down at the grocery store or the hardware store, wherever it may be. And it must have sat somewhere between, you know, the middle of the these treasury bags. And by the way, a treasury bag, as an example, a $20 treasury bag. It have a $1,020 liberties in the back. So you, the bags at the bottom, right, they collected the most dust, and they got dinged up the most by the coins that were on top of it, right? I'm sure the the bags that Jesse James robbed, right, they got pretty beat up, right, because he threw them all around and what have you. But depending upon how much bag dust, I'm not kidding, and how many coin marks were on the coins themselves, they came up with a great. Like I said, for Mint State 60, which is the lowest grade, all the way to Mint State 70, which meant that coin is perfect. And the higher up the grade you went, the more you paid for it. Same amount of gold, but you're just paying more for it. And they 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 tried to you know say that these are collectibles, right? These, of course, but they're all collectible. They they just don't want you to know that. And and obviously, some of these coins, the ones that are really rare dates, 
are worth hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars. Millions. Because it's a, an extremely rare date. Right? There's not many of this particular date that exist because all the rest of them got melted down and it's in mint state 65 or 67 condition and it's worth, you know, two or three million dollars. Right? A 1933 St. Gaudens comes to mind. For a long, long time, they believed that there was only two in existence. And I want to say the one that was in private hands, because I think the other one was at the Smithsonian or something, sold for like eight million bucks. But as you go through, and as we've seen over this twenty plus years that we've been in business, we've seen a a trend in the what we'll call the common dates of graded coins. We're going to finish the show with that. And then, of course, I think the best special this year, which is saying something uh, at the conclusion. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment on a Monday, Patriot Radio News Hour. Our toll free number 800 951. Zero five and nine two golds up another five and actually looked like it's starting to gain steam. Janet Yellen was talking in Philadelphia and said, "Yo, oh, no, we're, we're rate track rate hikes. We're still trying to do them, but yes, the jobs pictures made it worse. Blah blah blah. Uh, Twelve hundred and forty six dollars right now. Silver's higher as well. It's up about ten cents, uh, almost at sixteen dollars fifty cents. We're talking." about what type of gold you should buy. And there's no question in my mind, pre-1933 is the way to go. And when we talked about condition of coin, and we always are the belief of when you can buy a better condition coin for the same price as a circulated coin, or right at, you know, right near it at least, that makes good sense. What doesn't make good sense is paying 50, 100, 200, 300, 1,000, 2,000, $3,000 more for a quote-unquote rare coin that really is a common date coin. And, and and what we found after, you know, we've been doing this for over 20 years. So we've seen it all. The real high end, the mint states, 64s, 5s, 6s, and 7s, they're worth less today than they were 10 years ago. That's just a fact. They're worth less. And 10 years ago, I mean, you know, Gold was what six seven hundred dollars. The the lower end, okay, the mint on the mint state side, the sixty ones, twos, and threes, right? They've gone up, but not as much as the the coins at the circulated side that simply 
you know, you're buying it for the gold content. Which has led us over the last 10 years to essentially sell almost exclusively ungraded pre-1933 gold. And, and a great example is going to come today. I have 50 Mint State 61 $10 liberties. Okay, a circulated plain $10 liberty today is $725. You can buy a Mint State 61 today for the exact same price, $725. Now that is something you want to take advantage of, because now you're going up a ton of grades. You're going up from circulated to VF, XF, AU, BU, Mint State 60, Mint State 61. You're going six grades higher, and you're paying absolutely nothing for it. MS-61, $10 Liberties, all NGC, PCGSs, 725 until they're gone, 800-951-0592. Everyone take care. Have a great Monday.